The Essence of Tea, Episode 12. Welcome. You are listening to the Essence of Tea podcast, where we share about the world of tea with you. From tea tastings to tea history and culture to tea education, health, and wellness, the Essence of Tea is your tea companion through your personal transformation and growth. I'm your host, Jenny Jie. Now let's get started. Hey there, Jenny with Sipping Streams Tea Company. And before we start today's episode, I just wanted to let you know about a really, really amazing and fun giveaway that we are doing this month. So for those of you who have written ratings and reviews, we are going to be choosing one of you as our lucky winner of our Sipping Streams 24 Days of Tea Advent Calendar. Yes, you heard it right. We have a Sipping Streams 24 Days of Tea Advent Calendar. And in fact, we were recently just rated number one on Destination Tea. So if you want to check out the Tea Advent Calendar, go to sippingstreams.com. But right now, we just want to let you know that if you send us a screenshot of your rating and review, we will be choosing one lucky winner this month to win a free advent calendar full of amazing different teas. 24 of them, in fact. So this is one of the people that wrote us a rating and review, wrote us a five-star review, and we really appreciate it. And they'll be entered for our giveaway. So don't forget to send us a screenshot of your rating review, which you can do on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher.com. And you can email your rating and review to us at hello at sippingstreams.com. So this person went by studying language is their user handle. I said, absolutely love this tea. Great encouraging podcast. Love the diverse topics on the world of tea. So if you have a rating and review that you want to submit to us for our Essence of Tea podcast, make sure that you take a screenshot and send it to us at hello at sippingstreams.com and you'll be entered for our amazing giveaway of our 24 Days of Tea Advent Calendar, which is also available at sippingstreams.com. Welcome back to another wonderful episode on the Essence of Tea podcast. I am your host, Jenny Jie, and I'm excited to share with you some fun holiday recipes. Today, I have our masala chai turkey. You heard me right. We're baking a turkey today. So for this turkey, we are going to make a concentrated cup of masala chai. So at Sipping Streams, we blend our own masala chai. It's got whole green cardamom pods, cinnamon, ginger, black tea, vanilla, pink peppercorns, cloves, all those wonderful spices that remind you of the holidays. And since we're going to make a turkey, what better way to baste the turkey than to use some tea? Now, the first time I've ever, ever baked this turkey was with tea. It originally was done with green tea. And we had a special at our local supermarket that if you spent $100 on groceries that you got a free turkey. Well, we're also a tea house, so I'm always buying groceries, whether it's fresh vegetables or whatever, to serve food at Sipping Streams Tea House. 
And with that, I was like, what am I gonna do with this gigantic turkey? Of course I got the biggest turkey that I could get for free, you know, but um, I lived in a small dry cabin. That means it had no running water in it. And I was not going to bake a turkey in my cabin because I would have to deal with the dishes and washing it and cleaning the turkey and all that stuff, that turkey prep, that you might not have to think about when you actually have easily accessible running water. So I did not, and I thought, I'll just bake it while I'm at work. And I had a pot of malphone green tea, our organic imperial malphone green tea, and it was just sitting on the counter, and I thought, I wonder what would happen if I just put the tea on it, because I think I'm supposed to put water on it every so often, right? Like I said, this was the first time I ever baked a turkey. I know how to cook fish, I know how to cook chicken, pork, all those things, but not something so large like a Thanksgiving turkey. So I prepped it in a turkey pan, an aluminum pan, just like I have back behind me on the stove, and I put it in the pan, put foil over it, but I knew I was supposed to keep it moist. So I just poured with the teapot the Imperial Malphone green tea. And every so often I take a big ladle and then I pour that juice right back over the turkey. Now, I had an employee who was a vegetarian. I've had lots of vegetarians work for me, even though we deal with meat products. And she said, wow, that smells amazing. She's like, what, what did you do? And I said, doesn't it remind you of something? She's like, yeah, it does. It reminds me of something very comforting, but I don't eat meat. And I said, it's actually green tea that I basted the turkey with. And so the turkey came out, I cut it open, and my favorite part of the turkey has always been the white meat, but the most tender part is usually the darker meat, right? Well, I sliced open that turkey. I offered it to all the employees who wanted to eat turkey and she decided she was no longer going to be a vegetarian that day so she tried it and she said that is amazing and she ate so much of that turkey but everyone kept saying over and over again wow this turkey the white meat is so moist and tender how did you do it and i said i don't know all i did was i poured tea on it over and over and over again so that's what we're gonna do today. And I'll talk a little bit about what happens when you use tea as an infusion for basting your turkey. All right, so I got my two cup teapot going and I'm going to actually double the strength. I'm gonna make a concentrate. So each eight ounces, I'll need about 2.5 grams or a teaspoon. So normally I would use two teaspoons with it. So I have like my little wooden teaspoon here. But I'm actually gonna put four scoops of the masala chai on there because I want it to be strong because I'm going to be also using water in general just to you know, make sure that the, the turkey is moist and it's not a dry pan. I like that foil to cover the turkey so that it can kind of steam the turkey. All right, so I have my digital kettle already at 208 degrees and I'm gonna pour it over my teapot here and let it start steeping. Meanwhile, while it's steeping, I'm going to turn around and, and show you how to prep the turkey and different options you can do. Remember, this is a Thanksgiving turkey. It is about family. It's about having fun. It's about community. So 
don't worry about making it too perfect other than checking the temperature and then it's done. Just try not to overcook it. But the secret about using tea is that it almost makes it foolproof other than if you burned the turkey. So let me show you how to prep the turkey. So here is my beautiful turkey that I had to defrost at first. Of course, remove the little plastic guard thing on the back, remove any of the gizzard pack or the gravy or the neck or anything you want to do. And um, if you want to leave the cavity of the turkey empty, totally fine. I like to make my turkey halfway and then put the stuffing in it so that the turkey's inside meat cooks all the way through. Anyways, you can do all kinds of things. So it's all about using your roots, your cabbages, big hearty vegetables on the bottom of it, if you'd like, because you're using the same stove, you're using the same electricity or propane or natural gas or whatever you're using. You might as well be efficient and cook other things. So I have lined my pan with a bunch of carrots from my garden this summer, um, big whole potatoes, because there are gonna just be baked potatoes in there. Um, halfway through, I'm gonna chop up a bunch of zucchini and put it in there in big chunks because the zucchini will cook faster. So I want those things that cook faster later on. If I had big things like big chunks of cabbage or like I said, big whole things of onions, I don't have any onions with me. Um, but what I have at home is potatoes and carrots. And I have some seasonings, which you can sprinkle on whatever seasonings you want. So what you wanna do is you wanna rub on your seasonings or sprinkle them on, however you wanna do it. But they are going to end up falling off when you put more of the water on there. So you can see um, I have some seasonings on here already. My husband really likes this, this, um, I don't know, this all-purpose Greek seasoning. I don't know what it is, but it smells great. So I'm seasoning it and it has some salt in it already. And I know that the water is going to water down the seasoning and it's gonna fall into that broth of the turkey. And at the same time, I need to make sure I have large sheets of foil so I can cover the whole turkey. Now, my masala chai has been steeping it doesn't have to be perfect, but like I said, it, I was making a concentrate, so you'll see it's very, very dark black tea. And with that masala chai, it's gonna be very concentrated in its tannins, in its catechins, which are going to be very important in tenderizing the meat. So the reason why the turkey ends up being so moist and tender, even for the white meat, is because of the, the tannins in the tea, whether it's green tea or black tea. So you wanna start basting or, or, or rinsing or sprinkling, however you wanna say it, pouring on that tea before you get it in the oven. Go ahead, set your temperature for your turkey also. All right, and you can pour on the tea, now remember, every I suggest every half hour, just go back through and get that sauce, that tea sauce on the bottom of the pan and just keep pouring it and sprinkling it and re-wetting the turkey throughout. 
Now, this isn't going to work very well if you use a turkey bag or a baking bag or something like that. That will all stay in there. You can do it before. I've done it both ways. I put it in the big old turkey bag for the oven and I've also done it the aluminum foil way and either way works perfectly fine. But you want to get the tea on the meat, even if it falls off, but in the bag if you want it in the using a bag. And you're going to sprinkle on your seasonings and you can do this several times. Just careful like how much salt content you put on things. Just don't put too much. And this will all depend on the size of your turkey. And then infusing it again with the masala chai. And I would tip the pan if I could um, show you, but now there's all this juice and sauce on the bottom of the pan and it's going to steam the turkey and every half hour, I'm going to take a ladle, kind of scoop it and re-wet the whole turkey with its seasoning and the masala chai that has the spices in it, that infusion all together. So I don't need to put spices on it every single time. I'm just going to take that juice on the bottom and sprinkle it over every half hour. So now I'm going to cover it up with foil. sheets of foil depending how big your turkey is. But essentially you're wanting to trap the steam in there, the tea steam in there. This aluminum foil turkey pan also has some handles on it so it's very helpful for me. So I got my oven set and I'm going to leave it in according to how many pounds it was. This is about a 10 pound turkey so I'm going to leave it in for three to three and a half hours. So every half hour I'm going to check the turkey carefully open the foil because that steam of that hot tea is going to come at you so be very careful not to burn yourself with the steam and you're going to stick the ladle in and going to re-wet the turkey every time. Now meanwhile while my turkey is in the oven I'm actually going to re-steep my masala chai again. I'm going to let it sit for about half an hour, you know, like when the timer goes off, and this time it will release even more of the spices. So remember I made a double concentrate of the masala chai, and I'm going to um, re-steep it because it's got a lot of flavor and it's still, that's to temperature, my oven's to temperature now. And just let it steep. Just let your masala chai steep until it's time to baste your turkey again because you don't want all of the liquid to evaporate and then dry out your turkey. I like to put enough liquid in my um, turkey pan to cover up at least three quarters of a potato about that high in the pan. So it just really depends on your pan, but um, I'm going to let this uh, steep until it's time to baste it again and we'll be right back to show you how to do a second basting of the turkey. All right so my timer just went off for the first 30 minutes and I'm going to get my tea ready, my masala chai, and be very careful with the turkey coming out. Again, careful with the steam. So there might be a lot of steam that comes out. So just careful with the corners. 
of your foil. Oh, it smells so, so delicious. It smells like that Greek seasoning stuff that Brian likes. And then I'm just going to uncover the turkey, get some more tea on there. This will be the last time I add liquid to it because my potatoes and everything are about to be covered where I like them to be covered. So make sure you get it based on the legs, on the drumsticks, all over. And now that there's enough liquid in it, it's going to be heavy. So you gotta be careful, but you also are going to ladle in, if you can, or sometimes they would just take like a scoop or a, or a cup. You're going to just drizzle that juice back over everything. You wanna make sure it stays nice and moist and steamy throughout the whole baking process. Now you wanna make sure your turkey ends up being the correct temperature. Some of you use those turkey cooking gauges, but I've had them actually fail on me before where they never popped open. So you're gonna keep doing this, sprinkling on the juice every half hour until the last half hour, you think, according to your turkey weight, your last half hour, you're gonna actually wanna leave it with the foil off so it makes that golden brown color on the turkey. Okay, so after you're done sprinkling the turkey juice on there, gonna cover back up, set it up for another 30 minutes in the oven. Get that piece of foil all covered on there. And again, careful because now your pan is becoming very heavy with all the tea you've added to it. So just be very careful. Spilling any juices or tea out of the pan. And set your timer for another 30 minutes. Remember the last 30 minutes of whatever your timer is going to need to be is what you wanna show. Like you wanna have the foil off of it so it gets that crispy crust on the turkey skin. So, so a little bit more patience and we'll check on it in a little bit. All right, now we just took it out. This is going to be our last 30 minutes. I'm going to temp it really quickly. You want to temp it in the deepest part of the meat, the thickest part. Um, because of all the layers, you want to make sure that your, tur your turkey is cooked all the way through. So you want about 165 degrees. I'm going to put it sideways in here to make sure I get it all the way in there. And I don't want the probe to actually be, um, be in the juices because it's going to give it a false reading. So I'm not quite there yet on my temperature, but that's why we're putting it in for another 30 minutes with the cover off to get it nice and golden. You can totally see the juices now steaming the turkey off the sides there, like where any of the, the liquid is. So again, we want to take the juices, whether you actually have a turkey baster. So that's one thing is I don't actually own a turkey baster, so I just use a ladle or a scoop or a cup or a measuring cup, anything that I can get the, the juices, the gravy all over the turkey. Oh yeah, and this would be a really great time 
to get my zucchini in here too and cooking. Because I had this gigantic oversized zucchini from the summer that I never did anything with. And I'm just gonna cut it in big chunks and let it steam and grill with the turkey. Might as well. Okay, so we're here, I'm just gonna cut up this big old zucchini and into big chunks. Now there's totally enough juice in all of that gravy juice to um, flavor the zucchini. It's not gonna water it down or anything like that. And what I like is a really nice grilled zucchini if I can. So part of the water will kind of cook it and kind of like make it a little bit mushy like the squash. And the other part of it will be, um, you know, hopefully on the top kind of crisp up a little bit. I don't know if you've ever grilled zucchini in the summertime on the barbecue, but it tastes amazing. So I have these huge chunks of zucchini in here and I'm just gonna put it around the turkey. I like to do as minimal work as I can and let the oven do its thing. zucchini or any sort of squash kind of like a softer potato but this is a great way to start using up those summer harvest veggies you might still have around you know you can always throw some tomatoes in here too just kind of like put it around there if it's not sitting in the in the the brine that's totally fine that's totally fine and you can make with the brine or the juice also um, a gravy for these grilled zucchinis. And you, if you have um, a broiler, you might want to put the last 30 minutes um, on broil itself, so it kind of sears more of the zucchini on top. Of course, like I said, this was a gigantic zucchini, so I don't even know I'm gonna fit all the zucchini, but I'm gonna make it sure it fits in here. If you want the zucchini to cook faster, you can always cut the zucchini in half, like a moon shape. So I'm actually going to put it back in the oven and I need to be careful because now this really weighs a lot. There's a whole zucchini in there too. I'm gonna leave, I'm gonna leave my foil off and, oh, that turkey was heavy. I'm going to do the last 30 minutes with it off, and then I'm gonna check the temperature again and just give it that broilness on the top after. So let me set my timer again for another 30 minutes. 
and and we'll check on it again and see if it's ready and if we're ready to like grill it on the top. All right, let's cut into this turkey. Thank goodness it has these big old handles on here. Oh my gosh, does this look beautiful or what? Look how golden that is. Smells amazing. Look at all the zucchini, grilled zucchini. And you can put them more in all the different juices. Oh my gosh, the stuff on the bottom totally looks caramelized. All right. It's just you and I, this whole jerky. All right, look how beautiful this is. I just gotta cut into some of this turkey breast. Oh my gosh. It almost looks like pulled pork on the inside. The, the turkey looks so good. So flaky. Like I told you, I'm kind of a weird one. I love me some white meat. This meat looks so tender. So tender. Let's try some of this, huh? Okay. Ooh, it's really, really hot. Definitely cooked all the way through. A little bit of that goldenness on that skin part. Mmm. So moist, so delicious. Well, I really hope you get to try this recipe at home. It's amazing. I taste the spices. And now I have this wonderful treat with an infusion of masala chai. And I can't wait for you to try to bake your turkey this year with some tea. Thank you so much for joining the Essence of Tea today, and we'll catch you on our next episode. And just one more thing, we have an absolutely free private Facebook group for people just like you who are interested in learning more about tea. It's called the Sipping Streams Tea Tribe, and we go live every week. So go to Facebook and look for the Sipping Streams Tea Tribe and join today.